It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A Coast Guard helicopter crew from Air Station Sitka recovered the body of a missing hunter on Tuesday morning. Shortly after 8 a.m. on Tuesday, Alaska wildlife troopers were notified of the missing hunter near Lake Diana, 15 miles southeast of Sitka, at an elevation of over 1,700 feet. 46-year-old Ryan Roosh of Fairbanks was hunting mountain goats on Monday, became separated from his hunting party, and did not return to camp by nightfall. State troopers notified the Coast Guard, who launched a helicopter from Air Station Sitka. The air crew located Roosh below a 300-foot cliff. His body was recovered and returned to Sitka shortly before noon Tuesday, where he was officially pronounced deceased by paramedics. Troopers report that Roosh's next of kin have been notified. Sitka Assemblymember Dave Miller stepped down from his three-year term early when the Assembly met on Tuesday. The Assembly must now decide who will fill his seat while anticipating that another could become vacant in the next month. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. I move to formally accept the resignation of Assemblymember, the man, the myth, and the legend, David Miller. Retired Fire Chief Dave Miller said he was stepping down from the Assembly seat after one year due to health reasons. The Assembly formally accepted Miller's resignation at its October 11th meeting. Then it had a difficult task, deciding how to replace him. Under city code, if an assembly seat becomes vacant, the assembly must select a qualified person to fill the vacancy within 20 days. How the assembly chooses the person is up to them. In 2016, when Matt Hunter was elected mayor, the assembly gave his seat to runner-up Aaron Swanson. In 2014, it chose Michelle Putz from a pool of applicants to fill Phyllis Hackett's seat after she resigned. That's the route the Assembly has chosen. The group unanimously decided to seek letters of interest and select Miller's replacement at its next regular meeting. That didn't sit well with some supporters of Richard Wien, the candidate who came in third place in this year's municipal election with 925 votes. Several community members spoke in favor of the Assembly appointing Wien to the role, including Shirley Robards. You should go by the votes. A thousand votes is a lot of votes. And it's too bad that maybe I could get a petition together and give it to you folks and see if it would change your mind. But I know what you're doing. You're looking for somebody that's going to vote the way you want to vote. And you know Dr. Wien is very, very smart man, and he knows what he's talking about. And I know a lot of you don't like that. Wien said a letter of interest is not a vote and said by filling the seat with an applicant who didn't run in this year's election, the Assembly would set a precedent that would discourage people from running for public office. And what it says is, you know, uh, maybe I should uh, hope that a seat will open up and then I don't have to uh, really do any work except um, exude my personal charms uh, in order to obtain a seat. I apologize to everyone if I did not graduate charm school, but um, that's a fact. Uh, But I did graduate a lot of schools, and um, I love to do my homework. But Assemblymember Tor Christensen said the precedent had already been set and cited himself as proof. In 2014, Christensen narrowly lost out on an Assembly seat and then was passed by in the nomination process. And even though he didn't like it at the time, he found the process and reasoning legitimate. I can safely say that I was one of the people that kind of got burned for this. You know, in 2014, I lost by 60 votes. And then right after that, Phyllis Hackett resigned. 
and I was not chosen even, and I did put, you know, same put my letter in. And the reasoning given uh, was that they wanted to pick somebody who was as much as possible would represent, I know we don't have individual constituents, but who Phyllis would. And member Rebecca Hemshute said the assembly hadn't ruled Ween out, and she hoped he would apply. Hemshute and Crystal Duncan both spoke to how running a campaign can be a barrier to entry for some candidates. This might be creating an opportunity for someone who didn't think they could handle an entire campaign. It's grueling. It's not easy. I would like to have a diverse pool of applicants, including diversity of thought, to choose from. And then, and then we'll make the best decision when we have that full pool of applicants. And that pool can include anyone who ran for election, as well as people who did not. Dave Miller's resignation is further complicated by the fact that the Sitka Assembly could be facing a second vacancy in the near future. Hemshute is one of two candidates vying to represent House District 2 in the Alaska legislature. One member of the public said that if the Assembly decided to go the route of replacing Miller with the third runner-up, it should replace a possible future vacancy with the next highest vote-getter. Process aside, it was clear many assembly members felt Miller wasn't easily replaced. Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis said he didn't like the fact that Miller was resigning, but he understood. And I and I hope that the community feels the same way. Um, I'm glad that you're putting yourself first because you've put the community first uh, for as long as I've known you. And that that's a very noble and humbling thing. And it's something that I, I look up to because I don't think anybody ever doubted that you put the community first in your decisions. And I don't doubt that you're, you're not going to continue that, um, as you've stated, that you'll still be an active member of this community. The city will take applications through noon on Monday, October 24th. They'll appoint a new assembly member at their October 25th meeting. The appointee will serve as an assembly member until the 2023 municipal election next October. Then Sitkins will decide at the polls who will finish out the third and final year of Miller's term. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Senator Lisa Murkowski on Tuesday joined a prestigious roster of people to receive the William Paul Senior Award. The honor was presented by the board and staff of Sitka's urban native corporation, Shiatica, in recognition of Senator Murkowski's advocacy for the betterment of Alaska Natives and Alaska Native subsistence rights. The award also mentions the senator's assistance with the Cube Cove transaction, a controversial deal that saw a heavily logged native land selection returned to the federal government to become protected wilderness. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Senator Lisa Murkowski is only the 22nd person to receive the William Paul Senior Award. It's not given on any specific cycle, but only when Shiatica has found a worthy candidate. William Paul himself was the first Alaska Native attorney. In 1922, when his mother, Tilly Paul, attempted to cast a ballot and wrangle, she was denied on the grounds of falsely swearing to be a citizen. The case went to trial, and the court ruled in favor of Native voters. Two years later, Congress passed the Indian Citizenship Act, making all Indians citizens of the United States. Markowski reflected on Paul's legacy when she accepted the award during a lunchtime gathering in the Shiatica boardroom. A few hours later, speaking to reporters following her remarks to the Alaska Travel Industry Association conference in Sitka, it was still on her mind. Some years ago, back in 2016, the Shiatica Board had voted to recognize me with the William Paul Sr. Award for um, contributions for 
leadership when it comes to civil rights um, and other areas of, of promoting democracy. 2016 was the year that Senator Murkowski helped Shiatica return to the federal government over 4,000 acres of its selected lands at Cube Cove on Admiralty Island. The Forest Service paid $4 million for the land, but some shareholders were angered enough to call for the resignation of Shiatica's then-CEO, Ken Cameron. Ultimately, the corporation sold back a total of 23,000 acres of timberlands at Cube Cove for just over $18 million. The Forest Service announced plans to add Cube Cove to the Kootenai Wilderness, ending any future prospect of its being logged again. For Senator Murkowski, this was a complicated issue. She has spent her legislative career trying to remove lands from the federal inventory, not bring them back. Cube Cove seemed to cut against the grain of her principles, but it also touched on her other priorities. My responsibility, I think, as a member of the Alaska delegation is to uh, to be working with uh, with Alaskans, working with the constituents to achieve their initiatives that they have put in front of us. And and you're right, Cube Cove was a little bit of a reversal of what we typically try to do, which is take lands out of federal estate and put it into private hands. Um, but I think there was a recognition that with the timber conveyances that were made at the time, this was a matter that needed to be resolved. That resolution, as understood by shareholders at the time, included shoring up Shiatica's balance sheet by selling lands that could not be logged again for decades, and now won't be logged again ever. This past June, the Forest Service released an 11-page preliminary proposal to speed up the restoration of Cube Cove, by completing the decommissioning of 214 miles of logging roads and repairing 153 miles of streams damaged during logging operations. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Today, rain. The rain could be heavy at times, temperature falling to around 52 by 5 p.m. Southwest wind 25 to 30 miles per hour, decreasing to 20 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Winds could gust as high as 45 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 100%. New precipitation amounts between 1 and 2 inches possible. Night rain likely before 7 p.m., then scattered rain showers, mainly between 7 p.m. and 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 46, west wind 5 to 10 miles per hour, but coming southeast after midnight. Chance of precipitation is 60%. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Good morning. 